If the Sun Devils are planning to take down UCLA this weekend, these are the keys to victory they'll have to follow. We're going to talk about them on this edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. You are Locked on Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Sun Devils Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Richie Bradshaw, and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils. Thanks, as always, for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. Wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like, subscribe, turn on notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content. You can stay in touch with that content by following me on Twitter. You can find me at RichieBrads36 and the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. It is a little bit early than what we normally do. Normally, we have our Keys to Victory come out on a Thursday. However, there is Sun Devils basketball tonight, people. So instead... We are going to be doing Keys to Victory today. Tomorrow will be a recap of the first game of the season. It'll be kind of special to do a whole podcast to it. What I would like to do is probably either recap two games once a week or try and do small podcasts in between. We'll kind of play it by ear and see how that works out. And then Friday will be our usual game day preview. But we're going to go ahead and get into the three Keys to Victory for Sun Devils football against UCLA in Pasadena at the Rose Bowl this weekend. This is as tough a game as the Sun Devils have had since the bye week has come back. Uh, The Sun Devils are going into their fourth game since returning from the bye week. In those three games, they are one and two. They do have a win, which is great news. They beat Wazoo at home, but they have lost at Washington, a very close one, and they just got their you-know-what's handed to them. At Utah. Now they're finishing up their final road game of the year at UCLA. UCLA is currently ranked. I was just looking at this. They are ranked. Oh, they're not ranked. Excuse me. Uh, The new college football poll does not have them ranked, but they do have U of A ranked, which, but, you know, neither here nor there. UCLA not ranked anymore, but nonetheless, UCLA is still a very good football team. Six and three. Coming into this game, they've got one of the top rushing offenses in the Pac-12, number two with 204.6 rushing yards. And that's where we're going to start our keys to victory here is you need to match the intensity in the run game. UCLA is not going to have any issue running the football in this game. Carson Steele, 5.4 yards per carry. TJ Harden, 5.1 yards per carry. Anthony Atkins, 6.4 yards per carry. Their quarterback, uh, Connor Schley, Connor Schley, 11.8 yards per carry. They're getting a lot of really good production out of several different guys. For Arizona State to have a chance in this game, you need to match your intensity. Now, notice I'm saying intensity, not production. Because if UCLA runs for 200 yards in this game like their on average is, I would be stunned if ASU were to match that. ASU's run game has been a lot better than given credit for this year, but the problem is 
they really depend on the availability of the Carlos Brooks to go from a okay offense when it comes to running the football to a great offense when it comes to running the football. And if Brooks is not able to go, then Arizona State's going to have an uphill battle, which is really unfortunate. I look at what you need to do in this game. And you're just going to need to find a way to go blow for blow with this team. And part of being able to do that is by matching their run game. Again, the Sun Devils run game is so much better than it gets credit for. And it's so deceptively better than if you look at the box score. They're 3.3 yards per carry as a team. They're under 1,000 yards as, as a team entirely. That's so non-indicative of how good they can be when everything is clicking because they just have bad games that weigh them down. This needs to be a game where they have everything clicking for them. So Cameron Scadaboo has got to be able to get going. He's got a very healthy 4.4 yards per carry this year. He's found the end zone seven times. Like they are, they're getting good work out of him. Uh, Kyson Brown has been solid when given opportunities. He just hasn't seen the field very much. Uh, DeCarlos Brooks, again, when he plays, he's great. If, if Brooks is able to go in this game, which I have not seen one way or the other, if he's going to be available or not, if he is able to go in this game, then I feel like your run game should be able to at least match the intensity, which is what I want in this game. You, I really would be surprised if you match the production because it wouldn't shock me if they ran for 200 yards. It wouldn't shock me if they had two or three touchdowns. What would shock me is if ASU ran for 200 yards and two or three touchdowns. So what you need to do is match the kind of physicality that they have. So if UCLA is having some punishing drives where they're running the ball five, six, seven times and just chewing up clock, ASU needs to be able to do the same thing. They need to be able to have those long drives where they can run the football effectively, where they can pick up uh, four yards, five yards, six, seven, eight yards on a consistent basis to chew up the clock, to break the will of the defense and set everything else up on the offense. Because there's more that the offense needs to do in this game in order to win. We're going to talk about that in just a moment, but you know we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Bottom line here, though, is the offense needs to find a way to run the ball effectively. They need to match intensity. They need to be able to see what UCLA is doing and then do it in their own way. Look, like I said, you're not going to run for 200 yards in this game. If they do, I will gladly be wrong. What I want to see is that what UCLA is able to put together on some drives, ASU is also able to counter in their own way. Match power running with power running. If they're able to find the end zone, I would love for you to find the end zone on the run, but I would be just as happy with just finding the end zone period. You just need your run game to be able to step up in this game. Because if your run game is not able to hold its end of the bargain and it's not able to generate some offense, then the entirety of the offense is going to suffer. And we're going to talk about the passing game here in just a moment. Before we get that far, though, I want to talk to you about our friends over at Price Fix. Price Fix is the most fun I've had winning up to 25 times my money this football season. And now I can play basketball season two, select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats and place your entry with basketball season here. You can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the specials league, a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players 
from different sports or leagues. An example, LeBron James and Travis Kelsey at a 10.5 combo for three points made and receptions. If you want to play alongside some some prize picks, favorite players like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schultz, you can find them in the community plays under the promos tab of the app to view their entries with some of the biggest names in prize picks community every single week. There's quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat, type, stat types. And it's what makes prize picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. It's tons of fun. They have Apple Pay for quick and easy deposits. There's no reason you shouldn't be using prize picks right now. So do me a favor and go to pricepicks.com slash locked on college and use the code locked on college for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, go to pricepicks.com slash locked on college and use code locked on college for a first deposit match up to $100. Price picks daily fantasy sports made easy. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks as always for tuning in, guys. I also want to encourage you to tune in to the Locked On College Football Kickoff Live. It happens every single Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern on any and all Locked On College YouTube channels, including this one. They go live. They cover the playoff implications, which were now in full effect the conference rivalry games, and they go in-depth like only Locked On can, including insight and analysis from our Locked On College hosts covering their team every day. Find Locked On College Football Kickoff Live every Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern on any Locked On College YouTube channel. You won't want to miss it. I'll be tuned in, too. It's the best. Let's go ahead and talk about the second key to victory here for Arizona State against UCLA, and that's scoring touchdowns through the air. Here's why. The Sun Devils have been completely inept in that department. Through nine games, they have just six passing touchdowns. Six. Half of that came in two games from Jaden Rashada, who hasn't played since week two. That is how bad the passing attack has been here. It's Gotta figure itself out, man. I really don't care who's under center. I don't care if it's Jacob Conover. I don't care if it's Tom Brady. You have got to find the end zone through the air. Because part of the reason why the Sun Devils haven't been able to win games that are close against the likes of Colorado, against the likes of Cal, against the likes of who we just played, Washington. When you aren't able to win those close games, Something that you've noticed is that the passing game hasn't necessarily been in sync. Like, sure, Trenton Borgay is throwing for plenty of yards, right? He's got just under 1,200 yards in a handful of games. He's completing 63.3% of his passes. That's fine and dandy. They're doing a good job airing it out. They're just not getting in the end zone. 
And that's the most important fact here. That's the most important factor of this team. Like you can have Elijah Badger going for 80 to 100 yards every single week. If he's not finding the end zone, and quite frankly, it's not his fault. It's not any of the receivers' fault. It's not Jalen Conyers. It's not It's not Melquan Stovall. It's not Troy O'Mary. It is the quarterback's issue that is resulting in them not getting into the end zone more. That's got to get fixed very, very quickly. Because if you're not able to do that, you're just not going to win any more games this year. You're going to end the year 2-10. and 10 Because you've got some high-flying offenses here. UCLA is the quote-unquote worst offense that you're going to face, in my opinion. I know statistically it's still U of A, but I do think that U of A is a team that is going to be very active against you through the air. UCLA is going to try and pound it out. They've got capable guys to be able to throw it. Maybe I shorthanded them just now. Neither here nor there. Point is, you've got to be able to match them offensively. I talked about being able to do that through the ground game with the intensity. But even though UCLA is not going to throw five touchdowns in this game, hopefully, I mean, I would be very depressed if they managed to do that. I won't rule it out, but hopefully they won't. But if they do, Arizona State has got to find a way to keep up. That's not something they've done this year. They have not been able to keep up with opposing offenses through the air or through the ground. They've done a better job through the ground than they've done through the air, which is why I'm calling out the passing game right now. I'm calling out the quarterbacks to be able to take a next step in their play. They're doing fine statistically. Trenton Borgay has got a handful of 300 passing yard games in there, but Trenton Borgay also has just one touchdown pass this year. In the handful of games he's played, he's got one touchdown against three interceptions. That can't happen, man, especially when you've thrown for almost 1,200 yards. I don't know how you get better from that. Like, you're, it, it's, it's 1,195 yards per touchdown pass right now, and it's only going to get worse. If you're going to win this game, you got to be able to find the end zone through the air. It cannot be entirely on the ground game to find their way into the end zone because if UCLA starts pulling away, you talk about 14 to 10, not 14 to 10, 14 to zero, excuse me. Arizona State is going to have to start throwing the ball. 21-0. You almost have to abandon your run game at that point. Once you start getting out of your rhythm, that's where you're going to run into problems. Once you are unable to keep up through the ground, through the air, this is where Arizona State has lost most of their games because the defense has played well. We'll talk about the defense in just a minute. They need their offense to step up, and more specifically, they need their passing game to step up. they got to find the end zone, man. Jalen Conyers doesn't have a touchdown this year. That's got to change. That's got to change. Elijah Badger has two. Troy O'Mary has two. You got to get them the opportunities. You got to be thrown into the red zone, into the end zone. And you have to, at the same time, find a way to get there. Part of that is going to be able to throw the ball more effectively and more efficiently. Passing game has to step up is the absolute bottom line here, but I am saying more specifically that you need to find touchdowns through the air to win this game. 
Got to talk to you about our friends over at FanDuel. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers are getting $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's five, or excuse me, 150 bucks if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is easy to use. There's a wide variety of betting options that include spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Once again, I appreciate you guys for tuning in wherever you get your podcast. Hit like, subscribe, turn on notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content. We'll be back tomorrow to talk some Sun Devils hoops after tonight's first game at Mississippi State. I really hope you guys are tuned in. 7.30 our time. I'm going to be watching, and I'm really excited to see this new team and see how they end up performing. We're going to wrap it up here with the final key to victory for the Sun Devils against UCLA. It's getting this pass rush back on track. The Sun Devils have done a really good job getting after the quarterback this year. They have racked up 22 sacks last year. The entire year they had 17. That's quite the step in the right direction. They've got two guys with six sacks this year with Prince Dorbaugh and BJ Green. They have been outstanding. However, since returning from the bye week, so you've had three games now. They only have four sacks. Three of them came against Washington State. You had one sack against Utah. You did not have any sacks against Washington. So this pass rush has been lacking the last three weeks. You're going up against the UCLA team that has allowed 30 sacks this year. There's no reason whatsoever that you can't walk out of this game with three sacks. I'm saying a minimum three sacks. You've got the guys to do it. Clayton Smith has actually started to round the corner a little bit. I know he's only got two and a half, but he's getting after the quarterback consistently. I want to say that he's probably had like three or four half sacks. Like, well, it wouldn't be four. I think he's had three half sacks and a full sack. So he's getting there. He's getting after the quarterback. That's great news. Just because he's not getting solo sacks doesn't mean he's not effective. BJ Green, Prince Dorbaugh, they're doing a great job. You're getting you're getting pushed from the inside with Deshaun Mallory. Uh, I know that CJ Fight, though he hasn't gotten to the quarterback yet, is taking on double teams. He's playing very well right now. With the way that the defensive line is playing, I would love to see Brian Ward perhaps get a little creative with some blitzes this week. I would love to see what they can kind of come up with. They showed some really good promise with that towards the beginning of the season with Shamari Simmons, with Josiah Cox, with Roe Torrance. Uh, what's his name? I did say Shamari Simmons. You're able to generate that kind of pressure. I want to see that again. I want to see you be able to get underneath the quarterback skin. This is a very beatable offensive line. And no matter who's a quarterback for them, because I know that uh, Dante Moore's been sacked 19 times. Ethan Garbers has been sacked nine times. They are susceptible to falling to a good pass rush. And the Sun Devils have a good pass rush. So now you just need them to be able to take advantage of an opportunity here. I'm really hoping that this is the game that gets the Sun Devils pass rush back on track. Because they should be able to end the year close to 30 sacks. They need, what I say, they had 21 or 22. 22 sacks. 
eight sacks in three games for this unit is more than doable. This is hopefully the week where they get it back on track. Because if you're not able to do it, it's going to be tough, man, because Oregon's got a great offensive line. U of A's got Jordan Morgan, who is looking like a potential first-round pick at tackle. I don't know how the rest of the unit is, but this needs to be the game where you get things back on track. If you're able to get this pass rush going, I really like your chances to be able to pull off an upset. I truly do, because that's going to throw off the rhythm of the rest of the offense. That could potentially really help you in keeping them down to the run game. The problem is that's a good run game. That's where you got to match the intensity. And that's where you have to take advantage of throwing the football. All three of these keys to victory are going to play into each other. You have a good run game. It's hopefully going to open up things for you as a passer. Part of what's going to be able to give you a good run game is a defense that's able to get stops, sack the quarterback, stall out drives, and force punts. All of these things are going to play together. These are the three keys to victory in order for the Sun Devils to take down UCLA this weekend. What are your keys to victory? Do you think the Sun Devils have a chance in this game? Let me know in the comments. You can hit me up on Twitter at RichieBrad36 and the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. I appreciate you guys for tuning in. As always, wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like, subscribe, turn on notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content. We'll be back tomorrow to talk about tonight's game against Mississippi State in hoops. I hope to see you there. Till then, keep it locked right here on